Hey everybody, this is Dominic Dominguez coming at you live. Uh, we are uh, on the show today with Aaron Chase, who's a former board member of Gardopia Gardens, and Stephen Luck, the Chief Executive Officer. I myself am the Chief Operating Officer, and uh, what a time to be with Gardopia. Uh, here to we be are. alive. To be alive, right? Yes. We made it, guys. We made it to the almost <laughs> to the end of 2020. Um, <laughs> just a few more weeks. It's December the 10th right now. And we, I know, dude. So 21 days, three weeks until the end of the year. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it, guys. It's, uh, it's promising. But you know what, Dom? Like in terms of just making it to the end of the year, I mean, I kind of don't like to subscribe to the confines of a of our yearly calendar. You know, everyone oh, okay. everyone revolves around um, um, our our uh, you know our our New Year's to form resolutions and change their lives. But yeah, yeah, true really, that. Really, the calendar. It's developed around uh, people's need to travel and develop trade routes and also uh, around oh, okay. and growing food. And, I can see that. Uh, you know, I think uh, something to learn in this time of a uh, pandemic is just any, uh, any, any time is, is a time to make a new resolution. Um, mm -hmm, every, mm -hmm. every day is an opportunity to plant um, new seeds of growth for your own life yes 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 yeah on, brother i agree Snaps to that and i <laughs> i uh i kind of live it by milestones of things that i prioritize and try to accomplish i am so happy that i am at the end of a graduate program and that nice. that's just a huge milestone heck you know, yeah dude it really think, is you don't think about it but mm -hmm. It just hit me today after I gave my uh, my capstone presentation, Dominic. You know, besides the fact that I just have edits to make on my paper due next Tuesday, done, right? Awesome. And so now I'm just really looking forward to. You talked about changes, Aaron. The next thing that comes, right? And um, I can put one thing to rest, and now consider other things so i mean the future is kind of up in the air i don't it's really bright. know right it, but it is bright it is bright man and so i'm just excited about it you know what a way to just get all of your knowledge i just feel really humbled you know the opportunity to go and learn more yeah, absolutely yeah. The, the nature of future of the future is that it's unknown it's probably the surest thing that we know about the future well, if you um, knew the future, would life even be fun? Like, what the heck? Like, if you knew what tomorrow had, then would you look forward to tomorrow? That's it's true. But in in a way, that's um, that's kind of a cool thing about Dom finishing his uh, degree and and taking steps to invest more in himself. Because if you don't, uh, we don't know what's gonna happen, but we can continue to prepare ourselves for whatever will happen and uh to improve ourselves in our community right now yes yes 
So what's this podcast about, Dom? What's the, what are we talking about? Um, well, uh, <laughs> here we are. Here we are. And um, in just this weekend, we're we're reaching a uh, another momentous step for Gardopia, and not just Gardopia, but the partners and and the different organizations that are in San Antonio that are doing the good work of growing food, educating people about food, and addressing climate change. So this Saturday, December the 12th, from 10 a.m. to 4, we're having, in partnership, the very first Gardopia Gardens Food and Nature Education Conference. I'm super excited about it. I just recorded my video a few a few hours ago. So come listen to if you guys are listening to this before the conference. Come listen to Raise Beds. Uh, Steven, raise beds. That, yeah, I'm, raise I'm interested. Beds. I haven't watched it yet. That's one of the few videos I haven't watched yet. So I'm interested in seeing what you got for me, man. Uh, well, Steven said that it was going to be the least watched video. <laughs> I earlier. prophesized. He prophesized. He texted me and he said, <laughs> I prophesized that this is going to be the least watched video. Uh, and I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, I rolled yeah. my eyes. But uh, raise beds, hey, man. They're super, super great. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm excited about it. And uh, we just have a lot of other uh, partners that are coming and just giving their talks on um what they're doing and highlighting them it's pretty great you know i was thinking about this so i've been to many a conference in my short life and this is going to be a great um, conference i have i've been to webinars i haven't been to like a virtual conference per se right like an all-day type of thing um but i have presented in covid era conferences virtually um, and so I'm just super excited for what we're going to be able to bring to our community, to the virtual world. You know, this is our second taping of this podcast, round two, as y'all know. And uh, in the first round, we talked about, you know, virtual was making it accessible. And that is, right, we're going to be able to touch people in Zimbabwe, in Tokyo, Southside San Antonio, like all over. But there's a digital divide. So yeah, yeah, there is. there's room there there's room for improvement um, for what we're doing this year, but you got to start somewhere. So I'm excited that we're going to be able to start on this platform, uh, highlighting the many organizations who are addressing these issues, and you know hopefully from here we can continue to create momentum. Mm-hmm. You know, you talking about digital divide really makes me think of. A, uh, a, a geographic information systems project that I did earlier this week. And there are sections in Dallas, particularly the neighborhood that we were studying, that 30 to 35% of those households have no internet access. Like, mm-hmm. I can't even believe it. 30 wow. to 35% of those households. And that's the ones that are accounted for. Exactly. Right. Who knows how many people actually filled out the census? Mm-hmm. Well, we know how many mm-hmm. filled it out, but how many people did not fill out? Did the not. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And um, I mean, that data is even available for San Antonio. Uh, but yes, talking about digital divides, that's a really big one that's near and dear to my heart. 
And you uh, earlier talked about me cutting out, you know, so having reliable. But we're talking about food today and food and nature. And, you know, the Food and Nature Education Conference, this is really, uh, you know, uh, the concept, the terms, right? Because there's so many different terms that you can use when we're talking about sustainability, when we're talking about health, when we're talking about education. Um, but food, everybody resonates with. Everybody eats food, right? So when you talk about food, it resonates with any individual. And then nature. Nature should resonate with everybody, but it doesn't because we've been disconnected. We've been disconnected from nature and plugged into a virtual world. And the virtual world has its benefits. I mean, here we are. Dom, you're at your house. Aaron, you're at your spot. Me, I'm at my spot. And we're all connected. So, like, this is amazing um but we can't forget nature and so you know if we can connect to food and nature through gardening um, we have an opportunity to hopefully heal ourselves and heal the planet at the same time i uh i, I love the idea and call me crazy right but what if this evolution of the food and nature education conference is then in a few years held outdoors, right? And on a big yeah. stage, right? What if it's held at the new development that's proposed next to Yanaguana Gardens or Hemisphere, right? What if it was just like this bit, like the way you have con uh, concerts, right? At like ACL, Austin City Limits, for those of y'all, or like Coachella. Or, um, have you been to Sunken Gardens? That'd be I a have cool not, spot no. Too. You ever been to Sunken Gardens? It's have. right next to the it's right next to the zoo um in Breckenridge Park. Uh I just I think of like Zilker Park in Austin, right? Yeah, Having yeah, like yeah. little it's picnic tables spaces. everywhere, you know, uh where where people are outside and they're just listening to you hear we're focusing in San Antonio, right? In the organizations yeah, yeah. that are here. But what about other cities? So the potential is is very high. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think the potential is even much higher than what you're imagining. I know, man. I mean, right, right. I mean, how long ago did Skype come out and we could call each other uh, face to face over the internet? Quite, quite a while ago. Um, and the technology keeps getting better, but because of the pandemic, the technology has increased at a faster rate because there's more demand in, in the market for it. Um, but the technology was already there uh, for quite a while. Um, what I'm really interested to see with uh, online conferences and um, things like uh, with this event coming up is to see more um, integrated um, augmented reality and things the like where, um, where you, the th where the three of us could be talking and it feels like we're sitting right next to each other. You know, yeah. almost kind of, almost kind of like back in like the original Star Wars movies, where <laughs> they throw, where they throw the little disc and the person pops up and they can they can talk directly to each other. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It sorry, it exists, sorry. dude. Like we that. know it exists. <laughs> but, um, the, the technology exists, but there's not. I think there's just maybe not the demand in the market and um, government and private companies putting the resources to it but that's another topic entirely yes that's another that's another topic so i want to bring us back to food and nature 
So we know that there are issues, right? We know there are issues around our food system. We know there are issues around our uh, environmental um, ecosystems. Um, how are we addressing those? There's many organizations in San Antonio and in every, every city, every state who are addressing those issues. You know, what can we do to create change on a mass scale, right? Like it's one thing for Gardopia to make change in Dignity Hill, uh, Harvard Place East Lawn, North New Braunfels, the East Side, but how does that local change translate to a global change? That's, that's really what I'm interested in. Uh, Dom, you have, uh, you have something to say there? Um, and I was trying to pull up the quote, maybe Stephen can help me, but it takes this concept of think uh, global, act local, and then there's like another section to it. Uh, but I do think that you can do things at a local level, just as we are right now. It seems small, but Gardopia was once small. It was just an idea. And here it is five years later, right? <laughs> We're coming on six years, guys. Um, a small idea became something much bigger, right? And I think that there's kind of something really great about just watching I for say, right, I, I say a seed grow. And there's the metaphor, right, for Gardopia that it grew in time to be something bigger. So to not to rush to have massive impact, but to have impact at a really sustainable, feasible kind of rate. And I think that that's where we are right now, tying it back to the conference. We're at a point in our, in our uh, organizational scale where we can do something like that to where we can have partners like Ecocentro or Texas A&M AgriLife or the San Antonio Food Bank. Um, five years ago, that may not be the case, but it's, it's great to see that partnership. And, uh, you know, for, for entrepreneurs like yourself, Stephen, and people who want to make real impact in the world, um, for these kinds of people, it's, it's, it's such a challenge. It's like you want to make the global impact immediately from the start. You, you see the change that can happen. You see the need. You see a solution. And you want to help people as much as you can, you know? Um, but, um, sorry, I think I have a plane uh, flying overhead here um, <laughs> right now. But, um it's so tempting to try to want to make that impact immediately because our hearts are inherently good and full of love and we want to help people. Um, but I, I think it's definitely true that the way that starts is in our communities. And I mean, we think about how long it takes just for ourselves as human beings to mature and to, to grow up and to grow and to we, who we are as people. And it's never, it's never ending and that rolls into generations. It's, I, I think, uh, you know, maybe with organizations, um, we need to be a little bit more considerate of that. But I think 
global growth can happen more quickly with organizations like Gardovia. And um, like in other organizations who are trying to make impact around food sustainability, um, health, wellness, and environmental sustainability, because those are things that are kind of at the core of humanity. Um, like you were saying earlier, Stephen, food is something that is something everybody knows. It's a common language that we speak. It's something that we share. It's something that nurtures the spirit. It nur nurtures relationships and nurtures our bodies. And when we're talking about growing food, um, and when we're talking about um, creating healthy bodies, healthy environments to live in, um, that's something that resonates for everybody globally. And uh, we, I, I think because of that, um, because it's relatable universally, it's something that has the potential to grow and spread rapidly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, uh, I just remembered the rest of that quote. It was think global, act local from micro to macro, right? And that was the, the, the remainder of the quote, right? From micro to macro. It doesn't say from macro to micro. And so it has me thinking about like a house as a metaphor. And uh, no, no house is built from the top down. All houses are built from the bottom up. And so I just see uh, in that analogy kind of what we're doing here. We're, we're going down to the organizations in San Antonio. We're including them. We're, we're adamantly seeing, you know, what pieces of knowledge that they have. You know, we have um, Bear County uh, AgriLife. We're, we're having a nutrition lesson come out. Just different, different organizations are really highlighting what they do, but it's from that micro scale that's leading to that macro impact. So, you know, just wanted to say, you know, how, how grateful, you know, we are to have the opportunity to partner and, you know, just can't wait for the, for the years to come. I'm super excited. Yeah, no, it's going to be good. And I'm so thankful to our partners and our sponsors, um, you know, from UHS, City of Gastronomy, uh, Virtual Productions is coming in super clutch. Culligan has, has supported us for many years. Uh, the Children and Nature Network as well. And even one of our neighborhood uh, manufacturers, LCW Audio. So, you know, with everybody coming together, it's, this is just the seed. You know, I, I try to plant seeds every day. Um, you're not going to get 100% germination rate, but that's okay. Life isn't about 100%. If, if, you know, if you got everything you asked for, I mean, that's just not, not a real, reality situation. But, you know, the more seeds we plant, the higher germination rates are going to be. And hopefully the, the more success we can have, not only us as an organization, not only us as individuals, but us as a collective, us as our community. So, uh, you know, this is the beginning of many great things and super excited for everybody who's going to be tuning in uh, this upcoming Saturday. And if I can say something about that, uh, Stephen, um, you said, you know, you're not going to get everything that we asked for, but I was on the board a few years ago in Gardopia's infancy. Now um, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm away spending time uh, focusing on, on my business. You know, I'm happy to be involved in, 
really be back involved with Cardopia via this podcast. Um, but you might not get everything that you ask for, but one thing that's important and, and Gardopia totally does this is they keep on asking and they keep on asking for the community impact. It's the seeds um, that they plant don't grow. They plant more seeds. They tend, they tend to that soil. And that's both literally and metaphorically with relationships in the community. And because of that looking at Gardopia now, it's grown to have all these sponsors, community sponsors, that, you, that you've uh, highlighted. Um, we, I, I hear people who I just meet uh, talk about Gardopia or, or share it with me. Um, I, I see more of a movement um, around health, wellness, urban uh, gardening and food and agriculture. And uh, lo- locally, we can already see the impact, but that's uh, partly because um, this this kind of thing that Gardopia has set out to do is, is something that takes um, resilience um, and community effort. And um, it's really incredible to see in, in an organization that has that. Hey, well, thanks for your time, Aaron. I really appreciate everything you're doing to us. Uh, you know, we talked about before we got on this podcast from the burlap sacks to you know i know that compost queens helps with a uh, coffee shape to the opportunity for us to look at recycling other products so there's just so much opportunity for all of us to work together to make a sustainable city right and whatever organization we're with whatever business we're with we have to think be thinking about sustainability we have to be thinking about resiliency how do we do that in our lives? But how do we do that? If, if we do it in our lives, then it's gonna be a ripple effect, right? Yeah. It's just gonna be a ripple effect to everybody else. So it, it does start with us, but also you have those critics who say, hey, you know, corporations produce 70% of the emissions true. Um, you know, on the planet. So it's not even my fault, right? Yeah. But I, I do think we have a responsibility to do what we can while we can. Um, and if we end up being, you know, in an organization that can make bigger change, great. But, you know, let's do it at the level we're doing at. So thank you all for, for reinforcing that. Cool. Uh, guys, it's been a lot of fun. I do appreciate the chat. Uh, Aaron and Steven, um, thanks for the insight. And let's all do this again sometime uh, soon. Yes, yes, bro. Now we got like what forty, fifty minutes. Damn, bro. We oh boy, have an, hour, an hour podcast. <laughs> there we go. She's <laughs> Louise. All right, guys. Signing off. We'll talk to y'all later. All right. Peace. Later. Peace, guys.